<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Fox 2 presents Hancock and Kelly. And good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to Hancock and Kelly on Fox 2, where we take on the top issues of the week. On the right, John Hancock. Morning, everyone. On the left, Michael Kelly. Happy Sunday. I'm Andy Banker. On the agenda this morning, Congress's Fight Club moment. A Republican U.S. Senator and the Teamsters president nearly come to blows during a Senate hearing. The St. Charles County Council considers a resolution to keep immigrants out. St. Louis's troubled former prosecutor, the circuit attorney Kim Gardner, is back in the news. Should she be allowed to run for circuit attorney again? And in our quote of the week, we're going to get to that one early this week, a Republican candidate for Missouri governor blasts the outgoing Republican governor, calling him too soft on Democrats. Also, Nikki Haley makes a big move in the polls. Did Joe Biden just endorse Gavin Newsom for president? and young Americans sympathetic with Osama bin Laden. We begin with this from Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, Teamsters President Sean O'Brien, and Senator Bernie Sanders. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults, we can finish it here. Okay, that's fine, perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your Sorry. solution? Every problem. No, no, sit down. Oh, no, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Senator Mullen and the Teamsters president have been viciously attacking each other for months on social media. Things got physical among Republicans in the House as well, with Republican Tim Burchett of Tennessee accusing former Speaker Kevin McCarthy of elbowing him in the kidneys. As McCarthy passed by Burchett, well, Burchett was talking to a reporter. Burchett is one of the eight Republicans who orchestrated McCarthy's ouster as Speaker. What is with Congressional Republicans John Hancock? I don't know, but I did learn that Mark Wayne Mullen is a United States Senator. Uh, how about Bernie Sanders breaking up a fight? There's something you don't see every day. I actually, Mark Wayne was a, is a client of mine. I, I've known Mark Wayne for years. Really? Yeah, he's a, he's a tough old hombre. I wouldn't want to mess with him. He's an MMA fighter. Yeah, a former, wrestler right? in college, and uh, you, you wouldn't want to tangle with that guy. It's, but what about, just, I mean, isn't this, shouldn't decorum prevail? Well, the McCarthy this terrible thing, behavior? I don't think McCarthy intentionally jabbed the guy. I mean, you know, the, if you've been in those hallways, they're very narrow, those corridors in Congress, and the guy's doing an interview, and I'm sure he brushed up against him. Mark Wayne uh, and this uh, fellow from the Teamsters have kind of had it for each other. Not a good look for Mark Wayne, but uh, I wouldn't want to tangle with him. Are we making a bigger, is this a big deal at all, or is this just, well, you know? I don't know. I, how I, politics rolls these days. I would have paid to watch Bernie Sanders get up between those two guys, <laughs> wouldn't you have? And Mark Wayne, does he not watch movies? Does he not know what the Teamsters are up to? I'd be afraid of picking a fight with that of the Teamsters Union. Look, this is childish. This is, this is ridiculous behavior, right? I mean, and it kind of is on brand with where the Republican Party is. This is a party that's just full of anger right now and not much policy. And I think it's bubbling over. Uh, now, in that exchange, we saw it with an outsider. But most of the time, it's Republican on Republican just 
grunting at each other and wanting to spar. Yeah, you know, politics has become entertainment uh, for a lot of people. And, you know, on a serious note, you would, I would much rather see serious policy discussions happening in Washington, D.C. But our politics has become entertainment, and that's not necessarily good for the republic. Abraham Lincoln had a duel. In St. Louis, right? About 20 years before he became president on Bloody Island, legend well, has it. And I mean, the, other guy, sur- the, right, right. the other guy surrendered before, yeah. but I mean, doesn't this, aren't yeah. we historically? Sure. Yeah. And we did used to shoot each other and have duels and politics is a substitution for violence. Uh, but I don't think we've seen it where it's intra-party. And this is, seems to be just the Republicans are just full of anger and not much policy and wanting to fight. Well, on that note, Missouri's Republican governor, Mike Parson, and Kansas Democrat governor, Laura Kelly, are part of a new ad calling for more civility in politics with the hashtag disagree better. Well, State Senator Bill Igle of St. Charles County, who is running for governor, blasted Governor Parson for being nice to Democrats at a time when Igle says Jeff City needs a reckoning. Our quote of the week is from Senator Igle who posted the governor's ad on social media saying, this is why Republicans lose elections. Dems are destroying our cities, mutilating our kids, trampling our rights, and defunding our police. How about that, Michael Kelly? Well, number one, Jefferson City's in peril. It is literally controlled by the Republican Party. The Democrats are irrelevant. I could drive them all up to the Capitol in my SUV. They're so irrelevant, the Democrats. And so, but this kind of speaks to what's going on in the Republican Party. It's all about anger, etc. You know, I'm not a big fan of Mike Parson, but the fact that he gets along with the Democratic governor from Kansas, I don't think is a bad thing. This guy's wrong on everything. I get along with him. I like him. You're talking about Hancock. Yeah, exactly. John, is Igle got a point here? Is this why Republicans lose elections? Well, Mike Parsons never lost an election. He's run for sheriff. He's run for state representative. He's run for state senator. He's run for lieutenant governor. He's run for governor. He's never lost an election. Bill Igle's been elected twice. Uh, and, and he's from a very Republican district. So, I mean, taking lectures from Bill Igle about winning and losing elections is probably not something that would behoove us. With St. Louis recruiting immigrants who are being shipped to Chicago from the southern border with Mexico, the St. Charles County Council is considering a resolution to take a stand against it. We have issues here. And so you're going to have a bunch of illegal immigrants come to an already dysfunctional city. And then whenever that doesn't work out, the overflow is going to come to St. Charles County. And so it's just not a good idea. The head of St. Louis's International Institute, which helps immigrants resettle here, told the council the immigrants in question are coming legally through a Biden administration program for people from Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Haiti. St. Louis area employers need people to fill jobs here. Councilman Brazel points out that the legality of the Biden program is being challenged in court currently. John, is there legitimate concern here? Is this some form of racism? Well, if you're bringing illegal immigrants here, that's not a good idea, but that's not what's happening. And look, the reality is the St. Louis population is shrinking, Uh, not just in the city, the entire region's population is shrinking, and immigrants are necessary. We've got jobs that can't be filled. So 
Uh, yes, I agree. If you're, if you're, if the goal is to bring illegal immigrants here, that's a bad idea. But that's not what this is. This program is for folks that are here legally, placing them in St. Louis, employing them, uh, and and having productive members of our of our community. Isn't there room for legitimate concern though? When you see what's going on in the bigger cities like Chicago and New York, no place for these people to go, sleeping on right. sidewalks, living in filth. You know, the this is Joe Brazel. I know Joe. He's a little off. Uh, he's kind of his own little Marjorie Taylor Greene out there in St. Charles with the, his kind of ridiculous thought process. What he's trying to do is say this is all about the Biden administration and some illegal immigrants. That's not what it's about at all. It's the same pro process that allowed the Bosnians to come to St. Louis is what's happening here in St. Louis. We're dying as a region. We have to grow. I'm Irish. Uh, the Irish came here. The Italians came here. The Germans came here. Why can't Latin Americans come here? They're coming legally, and this type of bigotry coming from our second biggest county in the state is really disappointing. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey has released a scathing report on ousted St. Louis City prosecutor, the former circuit attorney, Kim Gardner. Bailey filed a quo warento suit to remove Gardner from office. She resigned under mounting pressure and mounting evidence of widespread dysfunction in office, resulting in thousands of criminals not being prosecuted, including accused killers. The report urges state lawmakers to bar elected officials like Gardner from running for office again if they are removed from office or resign on their own during a quo warento lawsuit. Michael, should Gardner be allowed to run for circuit attorney again? Sure. Um, sure, she should be allowed. Uh, what, why the voters would send her back is beyond me. But I encourage people to read this report. The attorney general does an incredible job laying out the ridiculous amount of dismissals that the Gardner administration, uh, when they were in charge of the prosecutory, uh, allowed to happen. And the reality is, is people need to pay attention to this because she likely could get elected again. This reminds me a lot of our own little version of Donald Trump here in the city of St. Louis, that Democrats might choose this person to be the prosecutor again. She's gone. Is this just piling on by Attorney General No, Bailey? I mean, the, the Attorney General's right. I mean, he nailed it. The report is good. Now, I do have a concern about these one-off, you can't run for office, you can't run for office. You know, you can't have a system, a, a situation where the government is, is deciding who can and cannot run for office. Uh, now, if somebody if somebody is kicked out of office, okay, that's fine. That wasn't the case here. She resigned. And as much as I would like to see her not run, I think it would be a mistake to legally tell her she can't. Up next, the massive but peaceful pro-Israel protests in the nation's capital and young Americans sympathizing with Osama bin Laden 22 years after he orchestrated the deaths of nearly 3,000 Americans in the 9-11 attacks. The past week brought a peaceful but thundering response at the nation's capital to all of the pro-Palestinian rallies we've seen across the U.S. recently. We stand with Israel. Look at that. Congressional leaders with their hands held high, holding hands. Democrats and Republicans joined a crowd of tens of thousands demonstrating in support of Israel. There had been a rise in anti-Semitic threats against Jews and anti-Israeli protests since the deadly October 7th Hamas terror attacks against Israel and those protests over Israel's overwhelming military response in Gaza.
President Biden was later asked about the more than 200 hostages being held by Hamas in Gaza. He responded, hang in there, we're coming. The body of at least two hostages have been found in Gaza now. Michael, how important, if at all, is a show of support from Democrats and Republicans, Chuck Schumer, the new Speaker of the House? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Our government and leadership is united in support of Israel. Unfortunately, there seems to be this faction inside my party and somewhat inside the Republican Party that's uh, got some type of issue and wants to be supportive of Palestine and um, and Hamas. Thankfully, uh, we're seeing leaders lead on this. And those types of actions that we saw in Washington, D.C. make a larger impact on me than shutting down a highway or raiding a building and smashing in windows. So good on the folks for their efforts up in D.C. What about the president's vow? We're coming for the hostages. Well, I mean, got to live up to that now, right? There's some evidence uh, as late as this morning that they're getting closer and closer to talking about a multi-day uh, stepping back of the of the fighting so that the hostages can be released and could be dozens of hostages, hopefully. So, I mean, that's a good situation. Hamas is a bad actor. They are, you know, inhumane. They are barbarians. Uh, and these kids on college campuses that are supporting that ideology is just sickening to me. There were some pro-Palestinian protests, you know, around the same time as the Israel pro-Israel protests, yeah. which was peaceful, and those got a little out of hand. You know, they, violence, things getting wrecked, and uh, I don't know if that tells you anything. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what it tells me. There's, the two there is there. a bipartisan support for Israel and Ukraine in this country right now, and we don't talk a lot about bipartisanship, but uh, my, my team's a little off base on Ukraine. His team's a little off base on Israel, uh, but there's a bipartisan majority that supports that aid, and that aid is important. Young Americans have been posting TikTok videos expressing sympathy for Osama bin Laden. Bin Laden orchestrated the murders of nearly 3,000 Americans in the September 11th terror attacks when hijacked planes flew into the World Trade Center skyscrapers in New York and also the Pentagon. Passengers on another plane targeting the U.S. Capitol heroically gave their lives, forcing that plane to crash in a field in Pennsylvania. These young Americans are posting in support of bin Laden's 20-year-old letter seeking to justify 9-11, citing U.S. support of Israel, among other things. CNN reports dozens of posts supporting bin Laden, and they had more than 14 million views. That was as of earlier this week. I'm sure that's gone up. What do you think of this, John? We've spent a generation teaching young people in this country that America is a bad place. Uh, we teach them in school that, you know, we're fundamentally racist and it's horrible. Our founding, we came in. America is the most exceptional nation in the history of the world. That's what we should be teaching young people. The, you, if you take America out of the global community right now, there would be utter chaos all over the globe. We are not teaching our young people about the greatness of this country. When we have a presidential candidate running saying he wants to make America great again. So uh, it's not only on college campuses that we're saying that America falls behind. It's even in our rhetoric that's coming from one of the folks running for president. I, I worry that we're becoming dumber as a society, that, that these young people would even have uh, an ability to think this way. Uh, did we not have enough cl classes in history? But then again, we're witnessing the same thing as it relates to anti-Semitism. We're looking at the same thing as it relates to uh, Russia invading other countries and wanting to take back over. History's repeating it itself. Let's not get into conspiracy theories. Let's pay attention to history. 
Still to come on Hancock and Kelly, President Biden likes Gavin Newsom for president. And what about Republican Nikki Haley? Her presidential prospects are rising. President Biden met with Chinese President Xi Jinping at the APEC, Asian Pacific Economic Conference Summit in San Francisco. But the U.S. president seemed to make bigger news when he said this about California Governor Gavin Newsom in front of a packed room of world economic leaders. I want to talk about Governor Newsom. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. Matter of fact, he could do anything you want. He could have the job I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Newsom is seen as the Democrats' fallback candidate for president. He's been traveling the world, including a recent trip to China. President Biden is officially running for re-election, but polls show a majority in his own party don't want him to run again, fearing he's the one guy who could lose to the Republican frontrunner and former President Donald Trump. Michael Kelly, if Biden bows out, is Newsom the guy? Is this a sign that he's going to bow out? I don't know if it's a sign that he's going to buy out. Is this a slip, or is there something going on here? uh, More likely than not, it's just a slip. Uh, I think the president has to be feeling the pressure himself. Uh, from people who realize that this could be real problematic if he runs, just not because of any other reason than his age. Americans have some questions and confidence. So, How do you get around leapfrogging the black female vice president, you just Kamala do it. Harris? You just do it. And uh, look, this is all about holding and w- winning the White House. Um, and if Joe Biden's not going to be the candidate, there's no doubt about it that it's going to be Gavin Newsom and uh, the vice president will go off into the sunset. Was this a slip or a trial balloon? Well, I think, look, when Methuselah turned 1,100 years old, you know, the game was over for him. And, uh, and the same thing here with Biden. They're, they're going to try. The Democrats are in the process of executing, I think, a long-term strategy to remove Biden from the stage and insert Newsom. And I do think that's happening. Now, whether they'll succeed is a different story, but I do think it's happening. No question Donald Trump is the runaway frontrunner in the Republican presidential race. But a true challenge is maybe starting to take shape. Former U.N. Ambassador and South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is surging in polls after strong showings at all three Republican debates, which Mr. Trump skipped. A CNN poll in New Hampshire, which hosts the first GOP primary, has Trump at 42 percent, Haley up to 20 percent now. No one's been that close to him anywhere. Chris Christie is at 14 percent, Ron DeSantis just 9 percent. John, if you take Christie's and DeSantis... 14 to 9% given to Haley. Wow. Then she's right there with Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so the Couldn't only it? chance, it's a very narrow pathway for anybody but Trump. And the only way that works is if everybody else gets out and they throw their support behind Haley. Right. Then there's a chance, a small chance. But I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be holding my breath out there. Unless you had an oxygen tank nearby. What do you think about the anti-Trump vote coalescing behind one Republican like well, Nikki Haley? Nikki Haley's the best candidate running for president, period. Um, I think she'd win walking away against anybody, including Gavin Newsom. Uh, fortunately, the Republicans are in love with a madman, and uh, they're going to nominate him again, and that's going to give my team a chance. Final thoughts are next. First, a beautiful shot from Bomberito.com Drone Fox. Sunrise over the old Chain of Rocks Bridge.
Time for final thoughts, Michael. Yeah, you heard it in the first show today. Our producer, uh, Joe Baumgartner, is going away. And listen, when you have three dopey-looking dudes like us <laughs> that show up here every Sunday morning, it's not easy to make us look good. He does the best with what he has. Joe, we're going to miss you. <laughs> John. Thanks, Joe. The, uh, the three dopes. <laughs> yeah, the three dopes. Hey, this uh, Thursday we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. And... I hope you will take some time and be thankful for being born in, if you were born here, in the greatest country the world has ever known. Uh, there is no place in the world that is less secure because of America. America is the last great beacon of hope for the world and as many problems as we have, and we do, we remain uh, the best hope for peace, prosperity, and stability around the globe. And for that, I'm thankful, Andy. I am thankful for the same thing. I'm thankful for you guys every Sunday morning getting yeah. to share this time with you, and I'm thankful for Joe Baumgartner. We're going to miss you, See brother. you, Joe. Thanks for watching Hancock and Kelly. We're also thankful to all of you out there. Hey, now. Right. Come back next week, because if it's Sunday in St. Louis, it's Hancock and Kelly on Fox 2. Fox News Sunday is next.